0: Well, welcome back to another MarTech Zone, everybody. Uh, on today's show, we have Courtney Beasley. Courtney is the VP of Marketing at Walker Sands. And this is a timely conversation about our messaging when it comes to the COVID-19 response.
1: This is MarTech Interviews, a podcast from DK New Media, publishers of MarTech, the leading publication for sales and marketing professionals to research, discover, and learn how technology is driving business results. Your host is Douglas Carr.
0: Oh, well, welcome, uh, Courtney. Uh, thanks so much for joining me. Uh, this is this is uh, obviously a, a timely uh, a timely podcast, and I think it's a really really critical one because I'm a bit of a curmudgeon, uh, and and uh, and I and I see eight thousand emails coming through every single day on COVID nineteen and coronavirus. And, um, and obviously, Walker Sands, who uh, has brought me a ton of uh, blog posts and guests and uh, really just a fantastic uh, agency out there, um, you guys actually pitched me yourself and, and said, hey, you know what, there's a, there's a lot going on right now, and maybe we need to talk to companies a little bit more about the response to this pandemic and whether their messaging is really helping or not. So first, you know, let's talk about you, uh, Walker Sands, uh, maybe just describe Walker Sands and then, and then your responsibilities as a leader there, and then we can get into this conversation.
1: Uh, well, first of all, thanks, Doug, so much for having me. Um, I'm really excited to have this conversation um, and use this platform to talk about this because you're right. It is a really important thing. I think message, even more so now than ever, uh, its it can't be toned up. It has to be completely spot on and matched and meet people exactly where they are um, in those moments. And that's a really challenging thing to do when you're going through something that is so personal but has also affected us professionally. Uh, it really has affected every level of, of life. So... Um, so I really appreciate you having me on. So, uh, yeah, Walker Sands. Uh, we're a B two B agency. We're headquartered out of Chicago, but at this point, you know what are what are office boundaries? <laughs> but um, <laughs> we're all over the place. I'm actually talking to you right now from South Carolina. So uh, my family lives down here, and, and I'm, I'm here kind of hunkering down with them for a bit. Um, but uh, yeah, I live in Chicago, and uh, we have offices in Seattle and San Francisco as well. Uh, we're focused as focused on serving uh, the B2B technology and professional services community, um, you know, founded in 2001. And we do everything kind of from strategy to execution. So I was very lucky to join the organization in 2012. Um, and as I always say, I kind of caught a rocket ship um, and got very lucky with a group of people who were willing to take a chance on me and kind of vice versa. Um, and so I, I now sit as the vice president of marketing uh, for the organization. Uh, And what that actually means is that uh, I'm responsible for helping with the growth of the company itself. Um, So instead of servicing clients per se, I am uh, helping with growing the company. So all of the services that we offer our clients and then some, uh, I am uh, helping to execute for uh, the organization, for the agency. Um, so, yeah, that's a little bit of the background on me. And I do, I have a full team that I couldn't do any of this without. Like you said, uh, we, we utilize our internal PR team uh, to help pitch us. So they uh, they reached out. You know, we, we we're we doing a lot of efforts, of course, around uh, COVID and the pandemic. Um, so they, they were doing some outreach for us.
0: That's fantastic. Well, th- I, I really appreciate you taking the time. Um, yeah. You know, the first thing that you said there that I want to key in on is, I noticed literally today. I was on uh, Facebook this morning, and I noticed a business person, uh, and it was a it, w- it was a kind hearted uh, update on Facebook, uh, but it was a business person with a stack of money on his desk, and <laughs> <laughs> and saying you know during the pandemic how far ahead that he had gotten on a certain project and and made his bonus, and I and I cringed. I I literally cringed, and I and I cringed because of exactly what you're talking about, and that's that we have people suffering right now financially. Uh, we have people suffering uh, medically. You know, we have families that are suffering because of loved ones. My mom is, you know, locked up right now, and 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 everything else. And uh, and and you know, even in even in your pitch, the we're here for you messaging. You know, mm-hmm. um, that we're that we're seeing constantly. Uh, it, you know, some of it is just a bit tone deaf. If you're a victim of this pandemic, uh, and you're a victim of the economic, you know, aspects of it, the lockdown aspects of it, yeah. or, or everything else, when you see something like that, it hurts. Right? It does. And, yeah. and so you're not making that emotional connection with someone, right?
1: Totally. Yeah. I think, um, everything is about leading with empathy right now. Um, you know, it's, you see something like that, it's really hard to relate. And like you just said, it actually hurts. And so if a brand were to do something like that, and granted people have their own personal brands, right? Like, you know, have a different view of that individual than you would have, you know, prior to seeing that. So, um, you know, that it's unfortunate that that's the method that they took. It's good for them. It's great that they are able to succeed through this. That's exactly. you know, course, that's a really wonderful thing. We need people to be succeeding through this so that we can have some type of a a leveling out of what's going on. But at the same time, um, you really have to keep in mind the people who are being so unbelievably affected, just like you said, from their home life to their work life. I mean, so many people have lost their jobs. Companies are folding. Some of the most, I mean, I I was thinking about that the other day. If you would have, my sister would have graduated college yesterday and told me she got a job with Airbnb, I would have been like, great company, so excited for you, right? I mean, and then you consider everything that's happening, um, you know, you never would have thought that those types of things would be, be happening to those large organizations who have become such staples to our day-to-day conversations that are now laying off, you know, major uh, portions of their, their workforce. I mean, everyone has someone who's been affected by this, um, if not, you know, very affected themselves. So you have to lead with empathy you have to try to be helpful you have to put others ahead of your own um your own needs or even your I mean it's not that you can't celebrate things of course you can still have right. those small celebrations of like things that are good that are happening in this time you need that as a human you absolutely need that um but you have to be able to kind of lead with uh you know how, how do you want to be portrayed how do you want how do you want people to feel after they interact with you? Is I think what people really need to consider, both from a personal brand and a, even more so from uh, you know corporate brand perspective.
0: Yeah, I saw I saw a uh, uh, Babylon Bee, which is kind of like the onion type you know mm-hmm. type thing, had, sure. a, had an amazing article where they celebrities spelled out uh, we're we're in this together with their yachts. <laughs>
1: Yikes! <laughs>
0: <laughs> and, and I and I oh, and man. It, it was stinging. But when I saw like the there was like a Twitter movement and then a video movement and then it even made TV where celebrities were saying that. Mm-hmm. That's that's what my friends were saying. My friends were going, "No, you're not. You know, yeah. you're you're not going through the same you know difficulties that that we're going through." Yeah. And and so it did. Say, while. I have no doubt that those people are passionate and they care and they're worried about, you know, society. It was kind of a tone deaf, Mm -hmm. you know, statement because everybody knows that they're not going through the same thing that, you know, that someone that just lost their job or, or a family that both spouses lost their job are going.
1: Exactly right. Exactly right. I mean, that, that tone deafness is just like I was saying, like, you've got to put, Other people, when you are dealing with something of of this type of a global scale, you have to consider other people before yourself. And I think that's even more so important for marketers, right? Like as we're trying to navigate all of this, you have to consider this isn't about the sale. This isn't about, um, you know, how can I make more money? Even though of course, at the end of the day, that is going to be the goal. You're going to have to get back around to that. And that's kind of the elephant in the room. That's really hard to address. Um, but I think, you know, I've seen some marketers do a really good job at that of, of just kind of putting out that message. Like you said, we're here for you. Um, if there's something we can do in this time to help you, uh, you know, let us do that, let us help you. Uh, but of course the, you know there have been other uh, companies and people and groups of people who have completely gone the opposite direction and um, you know have offended some people and probably have lost a little bit of that fanfare, whether it be from a celebrity all the way to you know a, a an a individual brand or a corporate brand.
0: Yeah, I, I saw some stats the other day uh, come through, and I'm not sure the company that actually did it, but it was it was kind of fascinating. and it was that uh, consumers, while they have been inundated with these messages of you know, exactly what you said, uh, you know, maybe it was, here's what we're doing in this difficult time to adapt and to, to take care of our customers. Yeah. Uh, here's what we're doing maybe from a cleanliness and, and, and you know, a, uh, adoption of uh, best practices for our company yeah. uh, you know, to all of those pieces. But it was pretty fascinating that consumers felt over inundated with messaging Mm-hmm. But at the same time, consumers were a little bit eased by the messaging. It was like 70% of consumers thought that there was too much. But yeah. there was an impact of it as well. Sure. And that and and I thought that that was kind of fascinating that while we're sick and tired of hearing about it, yeah. at the same time, we are getting a level, level of comfort from it.
1: I would completely agree with that. I think there is the like you don't want to necessarily keep talking about it, but at the same time, it does really help you feel like you aren't completely by yourself. If you, you know, if you live by yourself in a city, for example, and are, you know, hold up in an apartment for weeks on end, it is helpful to see stuff that's like, yeah, okay, got it. Everybody else is affected by this. Same thing. Like if you're your mother, your grandmother has to be completely on their own. Um, you know, there are so many things that are so personal about this that it is really helpful to know that everyone has been affected at least to some degree. Um, so I think that there is some solace in that type of a message. Uh, but I mean, especially at the beginning, especially yeah. at the
0: beginning. Yeah. Um, I, I'm curious your your thoughts as you're advising your clients on, you know, how to properly, you know, tackle this. Um, obviously my inbox is full. Uh, I, I think in the first couple of days, I just did a search for pandemic and like deleted everything,
1: <laughs> <Yeah>.
0: <laughs> you know, and, uh, but, sure. um, but I have seen some companies really do an amazing job where not only did they send out an email, but they also had, you know, maybe a top navigation on their, on their, um, on their website. Mm-hmm. Uh, they also had a dedicated page, you know, speaking to it. And I I thought some, some companies did it really eloquently. And then other people, you know, just didn't do anything. And, and 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 to your point, they didn't create that kind of human connection. What, what, how are you guys advising, you know, especially in the B2B space, how are you guys advising people to communicate and what to communicate, you know, with everybody?
1: Yeah, absolutely. I think you're completely right in that in that there's a huge range of how people have reacted, right? You've got the people who did absolutely nothing and you've got the people who went so crazy that they changed all of their homepage messaging and every kind of everything kind of geared itself that direction. I think that there's a really great balance between those two things um so where we've been giving external advice and that's kind of where i can um speak to it most clearly because i i haven't been giving the advice internally to clients per se um but we did create a, a b2b online playbook for uh, navigating the pandemic uh and every week we're updating it with new findings we actually just updated it today um every day we're updating it or every week i'm sorry we're updating it with new findings on you know how people are addressing the message how people are like from a so it's, let me explain it. Uh, it's based on a survey that we have within the document, and uh, people fill it out every single week. And we get those responses. We collect those responses, and they self-identify if they've been positively impacted, negatively po- impacted, or severely impacted. Yeah. Uh, and they tell us like what the tone of their message is, the channels that they're focused on, how their budget is being allocated, and from there we break it down and then give you know kind of our inferences and our uh, you know best advice as far as how to kind of pivot the message and 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 stay. In In tune with things. Um, So, really, where we've been is, and what I was impressed with, I think, at the very beginning, from a reaction standpoint for marketers, is I think everybody took a minute and just said, okay, what's going on? Let's assess this. There was kind of some people just jumped right in and they were like, covid pandemic like everything it was kind of like a scare tactic messaging because a lot of marketers are kind of like tuned to think that way right like oh, oh there's something scary let's scare them with it they need us now um whereas some marketers i think just kind of took a second and were like okay how can we react to this in a way that's going to be smart because there were so many things changing right there at the very beginning that it was hard to really know what direction this was going to go like is this going to be a two-week thing is it going to be a 10-month thing like every single day seems to be very different um so marketers really had to adjust and continue adjusting based on those things so we went from literally on a monday i would tell my team okay this is going to be our message for the next couple of days to a wednesday or thursday i'm like okay if we've got anything going out tomorrow take out these words put in these words make sure the tone is this i mean it was changing within a week and a lot of the different uh, groups that i'm involved with i I do a lot of different networking and we've been doing a ton of zoom calls which has been incredibly helpful uh, because everybody's just sharing everybody just is like even more so than what you would typically have in any types of these settings people are like this is what we're doing from a budget perspective this is what what's working for us in channels like it is such an open dialogue between senior level marketers right now that we've been able to kind of follow each other. Um, and you've got some people who are like, OK, I'm changing my message. I'm going all the way to positive. I'm going to really focus on um, being actionable and you know, so on and so forth. And depending on how your company has been affected, it's your message should kind of adjust based on those things. If you've been severely impacted, you can't lead with a dramatic message. You can't lead with like, You shouldn't really lead with a dramatic message anyways, but you shouldn't go out with this whole scary concept of, um, we're going under, we need your help immediately. Right. There's gotta be some confidence. There's gotta be some level of, um, you know, kind of calmness in all of it too. Uh, so I have been impressed with how some marketers have really handled that.
0: And and you're talking about the the B2B Marketing Insights playbook.
1: I am, yes. Okay. And
0: we will put a link in the show notes oh, to that so that people can uh, can go take that. I, I like I like what you're saying there because it almost speaks to um I hate to say this, but it it really does speak to marketing best practices and that's segmentation, right? Absolutely. And that's and that's you've segmented that audience and then thought about the messages, you know, to each of those audiences. And I, I, I I hadn't given that thought. Um, We, we had started, you'll love this. We had launched a business right before the pandemic. (laughs) (laughs) Great great timing. And, and it was, and it was B2B software as a service, a Salesforce partnership. And so we were really stuck. We, we, we didn't want to reach out to people because we didn't want to sit there and 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 maybe pressure someone through a customer journey while they're going through this you know horrific thing and uh and uh, but you've actually given me some ideas for that because one of the things that we have talked to the people we have been empathetic with them and we have talked to them about is like one of the things in b2b is people do have um a higher level of downtime right now right and and so well maybe this is the time uh that you want to disrupt your business a little bit. Maybe Mm -hmm. this is the time where you might want to have your employees take some online education classes and some training and maybe implement a new system because it's going to be less disruptive to your clients and stuff. But we had to be really careful about saying that because we, we didn't want to sound self-serving like, like, Oh, Hey, you know, the pandemic is a perfect time to, (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yeah, to, you know, to do, time yeah, you know, it, but at the same <laughs> time, it, there is, uh, there are, I, uh, it's an awful word, but opportunities for businesses to kind of adapt and shift, you know, during this downtime.
1: Agreed, absolutely, completely agree. Um, one of the very first things, yeah, you just raised a, a bunch of different thoughts in me. I was actually just jotting down over here that couple of things I wanted to mention, so, um, the very first thing that we did as an internal group is we sat down and we said, okay, how are people going to be impacted by this? Let's start and look at from an industry perspective, from a geography perspective um, and from our services, everything that we offer for our our clients. How are people going to be affected? How are those things going to be affected? So we have seen a lot of success with um, segmenting by industry specifically and saying like, okay, these people, are thriving like you've got some of those companies are doing so incredibly well because people literally cannot survive without them right now there are a lot of tech solutions that are like that because of exactly what we're doing right now right you've got teleconferencing you've got collaboration softwares you've got um you know your zooms of the world um so there's you know some organizations that are doing incredibly well and then you've got the people who have been so negatively impacted because, uh, you know, immediately I think of like hotels and retail, right? Yeah. I mean, you've got these c- incredibly varying. Uh, You know in restaurants, of course Uh, incredibly varying degrees of uh, impact that have happened across the board Uh, so by understanding who those individuals are and being able to target specifically to what their issues and pain points may be in that moment and I know you keep going back to this you've gotten so many emails your inbox is completely inundated we are done with spray and pray like I I we, we can't do it anymore. There's no way that... I mean, people have more time too, right? People have more time to sit around and nitpick at the things that you are sending to them on a day-to-day basis, exactly like you're just saying, plus they are completely inundated. It's one of the only channels that has not necessarily seen a dip is email. Um, People are still engaging, they're still interacting, they're still responding. Uh, And it's, of course, one of those things you can continue to do on a consistent basis while remote. So um, people are completely inundated with those, they're inundated with ads, they're inundated with all of these other things. So, you know, what we're seeing, is that well? And then I started trailing on 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 SEO. Of course, the ability to kind of ramp up your own efforts right now and and things that are happening on your website, which we can talk about in a minute. But um, so for companies who we've seen that were were incredibly impacted from a severe perspective, I have been so unbelievably impressed with the pivots, things that people have done to just change things in a week's time in right. two weeks business models, marketing plans. I've heard of organizations who worked really hard, which I think is incredible, worked really hard to not do any layoffs or furloughs, and instead made everybody client-facing. They just took roles of maybe office admins and those kind of things, and they repositioned everyone and said, okay, you are now in customer success, and you will be on the phone, and you will be, you know, if you want a job, this is what what we have to do here um, to to make this successful for everyone. So, um, you know, the, the pivots have been incredible. The ability to completely hyper-target and get that message right is more important than ever. And especially if you've made any sort of those types of pivots with your organization, you've got to make sure that that message is spot on to the people who need it most right now.
0: Well, and, and you know, to your point, you guys have done it yourself, right, uh, this, this, uh, this B2B Marketing Insights Playbook, you're not just saying, hey, here's how Walker Sands is impacted by this pandemic. And here's what we could do for your company. You're literally providing something of value yeah. to prospects and and customers. So you know I think there's a message there too that you're not just saying hey here's how we're reacting. You're saying yeah. not only this is how we're reacting, but we think that this is a great tool you know for for you to be able to utilize the, yeah. you know for this. And I think I think that's an essential piece of this as well. Is okay. That's fine. We're get, we have to inform everybody about how this is, you know, dynamically changing our business, how we're going to adapt to this. But what are we going to do to actually help our
1: <laughs> Exactly. our
0: audience as well, yeah. right?
1: Yeah, I think that's exactly right. You have to lead with that empathy. You have to lead with a tone of helpfulness. What can you do to create resources that are going to provide value for someone right now? Um, We had a couple of areas that we noticed immediately internally that were like, we could offer these things as services and people need them. And it's not necessarily because we're trying to turn a big profit on them. They're not going to be big profitable uh, areas for us, but um, one of them was sales enablement. So making sure that from end to end, someone is able to support their sales team, especially being. a remote perspective, you know, you already have the riff in sales and marketing half the time, and now you may be working completely across the country from one another. Yeah. Um, if you weren't already doing that to begin with, but you've got all these other added elements of um, complexity that make that relationship that much more difficult. Uh, so, you know, make that better for them and try to find something. And this is all about understanding your personas, right? And I know that that is such an overdone um, word and it, I kind of hate that I even just said it, but at the same time, <laughs> they're so important. It's yeah. so important know who these personify who these people are look at a piece of paper and be like oh yeah i could sit down and have a beer with this person because i know exactly what their problems are we could sit down and have a real conversation about those things create content around those things create offerings create value added things um that are going to uh you know bring value to them on a consistent basis i think that is just where everyone needs to be focused
0: that's that is absolutely fantastic so if uh you know let's let's close this out if you had advice for a company today that you know maybe they're a bit frozen or or maybe they already solidified their their strategy you know kind of what what steps would you would you want them to take you know today you know yeah. to 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 help them out to say you know what from now until you know recovery you know yeah. and i'm talking both health and ag- economy you know, here's kind of some steps that we should put into action.
1: Yeah, yeah, great question. Uh, The first thing I would say is you've got to let go of the past at this point. Um, Plans that we set for ourselves on Jan 1, 2020 or even March 1, 2020 uh, are, are out the window. You've got to kind of let go of some of those things and do what you can to uh, repurpose them. Of course, if you had a big data study in the works, if you had a big project of some sort that you were working towards, figure out how you can repurpose it to make it valuable and uh, something that people can relate to, relatable right now. Um, from there, it's talk to your team, talk to as many people as you can, talk to your customers, talk to your prospects. If that's joining calls, if it's um, you know just revisiting your personas and going through some type of an exercise with your team that says. What are their pain points now? Do some research. Understand what's going on from their industry perspective. Because like we've talked about, industries have all been so uh, varyingly uh, affected by this. Uh, so figure out who has, like rank them. That's exactly what we did. We did a whole color scale of red to, I think it was blue. <laughs> yeah. Um you know red, yellow, green, and then I think we had blue for those that were like, okay, they're kind of in the middle somewhere. Um, So rank them. Figure out how you can talk to these people. List it out in some type of an Excel sheet that says, you know, here's what their current problems are. Do research around it. Use your own internal resources to say, um, you know, do research on trends that are happening. Find insights that are going on with those people and just start talking to them individually. Start creating content and resources that are going to specifically target them. Um, For companies Who have been, you know, even moderately impacted, we've seen such an uptick in there. Like I kind of mentioned earlier, from an SEO perspective, your owned assets right now are so unbelievably important because you have the full opportunity to build the value of those. So, generate an SEO program, get landing pages on your website, like optimize your blog posts, uh, create individual landing pages, which we call internally content hubs for those industries specifically that you want to be targeting, make them helpful resources that can get them through this time, but don't necessarily harp on the pandemic and COVID concepts, right? It, this is a new normal, we're still figuring out every single day what that new normal means and what it looks like, uh, but do what you can to address everything that's going on in a way that's just helpful and actionable and empathetic to their needs.
0: I'm not gonna say anything else, That that's a perfect close.
1: <laughs> All right, well, there we go then,
0: <laughs> thanks. Well, like- like I said, uh, everybody that obviously WalkerSands.com. Uh, you know, for anybody that wants information, we'll put a direct link to uh, where you can download the Marketing Insights playbook, uh, okay. and then um, and then of course we'll have your your profile in LinkedIn if anybody wants to get a hold of you. And I, you know, congratulations to Walker Sands. Uh, obviously, you know, great PR agencies are typically taking care of crises, you know, yeah. crises like this, uh, you know, but nothing like this. Nothing oh, like this. Oh, appreciate
1: that. Thank and so,
0: so, so it's, it's fascinating to me that, you know, where you guys would typically be called by a client, mm-hmm. you know, and said, this is the crisis that's happening. In this situation, you know, you guys pulled together and said, what are we gonna do? How are we gonna segment our, you know, our, our, uh, our customers? How are we mm-hmm. gonna message them? How are we gonna provide value to each of them? And uh, that's, that's a lesson that we should all learn from. So, uh, so congratulations that. on that. Thank
1: you. Thank you very much. And again, I really appreciate you having me on. This has been uh, great to talk about. I think, like I said, it's such an important thing. So thanks for providing the platform.
0: Absolutely. Thank you, Courtney.
1: Thanks, Doug. Subscribe at martech.zone. Sponsorships and marketing services are available through dknewmedia.com.